welcome to My Xbox and Me, episode 32. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, also known as Corey, depending on who you, who you are and how you call me. And I haven't got the Scotsman himself this week. I haven't got Mr. Moody, the PS4 lover. I've got a superstar. Someone that I met a year, probably about a year ago now, and we finally got around to doing something. <laughs> Laura Kate Butts, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I am fabulous. I am amazed that I've got you on. I've got to be honest. Well, I've needed to do something with you for a while because we met, what was it, Rez last year. And, and Rez has just come round again, yeah. which is crazy timing. So it's been but pretty yeah. much a year. And the whole reason that we met was because I was lonely in a queue and was like, I'm just going to start conversations with people about that, video games. And I think that's how we met. <laughs> that's exactly how we met. And it was, the, <laughs> it was the best thing that ever happened to me because I've spoken to you since. We've been on Twitter, we're on Facebook, etc., etc., And you've helped me along the way through this year. Uh, of uh, anything I've needed, you've helped with. That's so been fla- that's flattering to hear. I'm glad to hear that I was of some help. So yay, we're finally doing some stuff together. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So last year we was in the queue. Um, I was stood behind you. You were talking to someone else, and then I heard you say, "Oh, I work at." I think it was Destructoid. I think you or it might. I think it was you just started there. I think I, I think remember. I just started as UK editor like a yeah. week or so before, so I was very excited about and, it at the time. <laughs> my ears went up, and my fiance, who most of you know, Haley, her ears went up, and she was like, "Talk," and I was like, <laughs> "Do what I'm best at, yeah, hey." She's like, "Yes, talk now." I was like, "Okay, okay." It's the so, oh yeah, this is a person who like does this for a living. Quick, quick, have a conversation. Maybe make this networking exactly is and that was the whole reason we were there anyway so it was like perfect and uh, yeah we got talking and uh the rest is history i guess yeah i suppose so you're doing your patreon stuff now and i'm doing your patreon stuff yeah, as well God knows how many things under the sun I was gonna, this okay this i know i'm not really interviewing you this was about my xbox and me but just for the fun <laughs> of it for, the, for those of my audience that don't know you who are you what do you do who do you work for etc well my name's laura and i'm uk editor at uh, destructoid.com other than that i have a patreon which does really pretty well it seems uh yes I also very f- i do i freelance for everywhere under the sun from kotaku uk to rock paper shotgun to polygon to wherever else wants to pay me for work yep and i have seemingly developed a following as a journalist that talks about video game butts don't know quite how it happened but that's a big thing of why people seem to like me is i talk about butts a lot of the time exactly exactly well i've checked out your content after a year later and i was like okay she likes butts so uh that makes sense i get the twitter handle now so yeah yeah there's there's some butts involved apparently (laughs) yeah let's let's get straight into it so let me do the housekeeping. Uh, this episode of My Xbox and Me is brought to you by mcfixer.co.uk. And Laura, what is your website? Uh, I have a bunch of things. Laura K Buzz everywhere. LauraKBuzz.com, Patreon slash Laura K Buzz, Laura K Buzz on YouTube, just Laura K Buzz. There you go. And this episode you can get it early on Patreon. Audio early is $3, video is 5 There's no video this week, so Patreon supporters are going to be angry, but it doesn't matter. I'm sorry it's me turning up without a video camera. I've ruined everything. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They love they love us anyway, so it doesn't matter. And again, Mike Lynch. This episode is brought to you by Mike Lynch. And Mike Lynch has a new message because it's a new month for you guys. And it says, it reads like this. Hi, everyone in the My Xbox and Me fam. It's Mike Lynch. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate that. Uh, I wanted to tell you all that I have a YouTube channel called 
Drum roll, please. Thank you, Mike Lynch. I do reviews and commentaries, so check them out at Mike Lynch on YouTube. And no, I am not the ukulele player. So, I know a lot of the audience has already been over checking out Mike's stuff. Mike is doing some wonderful stuff over there. And Mike, again, thank you for your support on Patreon. It means the world to me. Um, like I always say, it keeps the show going, it keeps me going, and your support means the world, so thank you. All right, enough of the housekeeping and the advertisements and all that. Laura, what is in your box this week? What have you been playing? I've been playing a game that, like, the rest of the world's still waiting to get on their Xboxes. I've been playing Dark Souls 3. Oh my god, she's jumped uh, ahead. She's already ruined the next segment, which is, review, which is reviews of the week, but it's all good. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm so- sorry, I'm ruining the entire <laughs> build-up of this show. It doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. So you've been playing Dark Souls. How much are you allowed to talk about? I'm allowed to talk about whatever the heck I want. I'm going to try and keep spoiler-free because I understand, like, a lot of people are anticipating this game and I don't want to be the person that ruins any of it for anyone. I appreciate that. I can spoiler-free talk about whatever I happen to want. So, uh, yeah. That's a really good Dark Souls game. Okay, perfect. For someone who's (laughs) not a Dark Souls fan, the only game I played in the Dark Souls series is none of them. (laughs) Um, but i did play bloodborne so that was my like Mm. putting my toe in the water and i got crazy frustrated with that and that's meant to be for noobs here's what i'm gonna say dark souls 3 is not easy you'll see a lot of people online who'll be like oh no dark souls 3 2 is too easy it's the easiest of all the soulsborne games blah 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 yeah it's not an easy game what i will say in its benefit is that it is better it has a better difficulty curve in the early sections. Okay. Uh, it throws you against its first boss within about two minutes of the start of the game. Oh, the first... God. Well, no, <laughs> and that's that's not a bad thing because it means that if you die, you don't have to backtrack a long way to try it again. Oh, You're, I understand. It, yeah. So it's teaching you straight away. It's it, like, it's, this is what it's yeah. about. It's just throw yourself against this boss and it's going to teach you one thing over and over. And this first boss, for example, trying to stay as spoiler-free as possible, mm-hmm. the first boss is trying to teach you even when a boss looks really scary, don't back away from it, keep fighting. Ah. And like, it sort of ramps up its first two, three, maybe four bosses are, hey, you need to learn a new thing about how like Soulsborne bosses work. Mm-hmm. And it ramps it up in a really nice way. It's not easy, but it is a, it is a more gradual curve than most of these uh, Soulsborne games have with their difficulty. Okay. Um, the other thing to say is for anyone that has played like more of the past games, speed wise, it definitely feels closer to Bloodborne than it did some of the earlier Souls games. Okay. Um, you don't have the the rewards of like, oh, if you jump back in after you've been hurt, you can get your health back. So there's not that same sort of pressure for you to be always attacking, which yeah. can be nicer for people who like enjoyed the speed of Bloodborne but didn't like being sort of pushed constantly to fight so yeah yeah i hear you that makes yeah. sense there you go that's that's my if you're not a souls born person okay i'm thoughts. not i'm not really into <laughs> review scores personally so will you give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down i'm gonna give it two big thumbs up perfect like, that's the, uh, that's what it, we need <laughs> if you if you like these games this is probably my favorite of the games that that from software have done oh okay. it's probably my favorite of their games so mm-hmm. it gets big thumbs up from me as someone that likes them if you don't like them this might not sell you no okay that's fair enough i'm gonna try out this one i've decided um i thought it'd be funny to stream and we can have a death <laughs> cow and everyone can laugh at me because i get really really angry at these games because i'm so bad at them 
But um, I'm going to try my But I have been playing a little Xbox One exclusive, well, kind of console exclusive, we can say, a game called uh, Quantum Break. Oh, yeah, I played some of that this week. Oh, perfect, perfect. I'm only on Act 2. Again, no spoilers. Mm. But the game's really, really good, in my opinion. Um, it's not a cover-based shooter like I was expecting. It's not like Gears of War cover-based. It's like you don't mm. have to push A to get into cover. It just ducks down automatically into cover. Um, I love the time mechanics in the game. I've, oh, it's, mm. uh, it's just so much fun. It, I feel like a superhero who's not a superhero, obviously. Um, mm. The story to me, I'm quite into. Um, yeah, like it's the same people that did Alan Wake. And yep. having finished it, I'm not quite as into the story as Al- as I was with Alan Wake, but I'm still Fair like, enough. yeah, this is still good. It's a still a in- interesting story. It's a better story than you get in most shooters. That's and that's where I'm at right now. I am. I love. Okay, I played the Division for four. I think I got four days game time, which was okay. Cool. The story, nothing really there personally, in my opinion. I needed something with story, and mm. this come at the perfect time, in my opinion. Exactly. Um, this is the kind of shooter that I get myself involved in, where I'm like, yeah, it's a shooter, but it's a story shooter. Yeah, this it, works for me. It, exactly. Exactly. I'm hearing it's not actually that long, which. <sighs> personally i'm happy about it it was shorter than i expected but i didn't feel disappointed with the length which like, is per- you, you might get to the end and be like oh this finished a little bit quickly but you're left wanting more which is always a good situation to be in yeah Rem- remedy i love their games i, I do i love Dell and wake i do love quantum break what i've played so far i'm gonna get up to after this i'm gonna be streaming some um which would be lovely um what else can i really say about it? the tv show what what I've seen so far is the first two junctions, um, which I think are done really, really well. It doesn't look low budget, doesn't look shoddy, doesn't look poor like I was expecting. I was expecting to skip it and not really care about mm. it, but I'm actually quite invested into it. What did you make of it? I thought the production quality of the show definitely is really high. It, it is interesting, though, that they feel like two very separate things. They don't feel like they've been very much like blended together. Um, yeah. And it's very much like... It's, it's also, it takes a little bit of getting used to, or at least it did for me, like getting to the end of a gameplay section, being like, okay, I'm coming up toward the end of this section. This is probably where I'll save. Oh, wait, there's a TV show episode happening now. I guess I'm here another 20 minutes. Yeah, I actually really <laughs> like that. I get what you mean by, it, I was I was yeah. waiting for it to come, waiting for it to come, waiting for it to come in the first act. And then you do the, you notice you do the, junk, the junction mm. thing and you pick the two different sides of the story, which I think they do really well, showing you what's to come, but not really. Yeah. If, that, if do you get what I mean I, by like, I, my- yeah, I I like that setup. If I haven't got anything to be doing at any specific time, yeah. If I'm trying to fit this game into the rest of my day, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'll sort of wrap up around here. Then suddenly it throws twenty minutes of of TV show at me. Occasionally that's like, oh okay, can can I come do this later? Yeah, I get. I I suppose you're in a unique space, just like I am, where we've got other things to be doing. So adding an extra 20 minutes onto a something that you might not actually care about is kind of bad but yeah i'm enjoying also, it yeah also i didn't i didn't decide to like let's play this or anything but i i did have my sudden moment of wait a second how are let's players gonna deal with the whole like bit where there's just a tv show happening for 20 minutes the fact yo i'm glad you brought that up because <laughs> i was streaming it i've done i streamed the first two acts and I got to the first time and I was like, okay, and I'm sitting there watching the TV show and I actually said to my chat, I'm really sorry that I'm sitting here quiet, not doing anything, but this is how I watch TV. <laughs> I don't sit there and commentate mm. over TV shows. I watch yeah. the TV shows and take everything in and go, oh. 
I might have a little, oh, that's cool, or something yeah. like that. But I don't literally go, oh, that's boring. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Over a TV show, I'd do that afterwards. Mm. So there, it was kind of strange. There is one interesting thing they did do for streamers, which is that there is a there is a setting in the settings menu where you can turn off licensed music so you won't li- get copyright striked. I was literally just about to talk uh, about that. That should be a amazing. thing in more games. That's uh. so... Uh, and that's why I'm not worried about like streaming or Let's Playing this and getting in trouble with Remedy because like... They clearly know that people are going to do that and they're like building building their expectations around people doing that. Exactly. More companies need to do that. I think it's just... it's if the, the, You know, games journalism is changing and they know that YouTubers and streamers are going to be a big part of that. So they're just making it easier for us not to have to cut out music or get the copyright strikes and everyone has a hissy fit like I do sometimes when I get copyright strikes, which I'm sure you do with your YouTube channel. Sometimes it happens if you're like, why? Uh, I've I've been trying to let's play two Nintendo games for the last couple of months. I am no stranger to copyright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trust me, that's not that's not an easy fight. Um, no. But I'm, I can't give you an, a thumbs up or thumbs down because I haven't finished it, but I definitely think the first two acts are solid enough to go and get if you... If you like Remedy games, if you liked Alan Wake, I think there's a good game and a good story here from what yeah. I've played so far. Like off, off, off the first, like the first look at this game, it doesn't look like it's from the Alan Wake people, but it was definitely scratching a very similar itch. So if you like Alan Wake, yeah, it's good. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, yeah. I can go with that. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Again, I want to talk. Okay, let's talk a little bit about EGX quickly. I know you wasn't there this year. Yeah, I missed it. I had medically appointment stuff. Boo. It happens. It happens. I was there and I had a phenomenal time. I got two interviews um, for the My Xbox and Me podcast, which is one with Jay, uh, who's making Gear Gauntlet, and one from Nip Making, who some of you might know already from Making Games, who's making Rage Injustice. I was going to put him in this episode, but considering we've really got a superstar. We don't really need to put it in this episode. So I'm going to put it in next week's episode. So when I say episode 23 in the interview, I'm sorry. But (laughs) EGX was fun. It was great, great fun. Um, I made lots of links. Again, I need to say thank you to my Patreon supporters because without them, I wouldn't have actually been able to go because I didn't get a press pass until really late. So I had to end up buying tickets and then trying to get rid of the tickets. And uh, it was a whole thing. But yeah, um, the show was fun. Uh, There were some great games there. I need to give a shout out to Manuel Samuel. Uh, have you played this at all? No, I haven't. Okay, so Manuel Samuel is... It's a game where... I, they didn't really give you the story, but I think it's about a rich kid who the devil takes away all of his... Every, takes everything away from him, and he has to do everything manually. So he has to blink, breathe, stand upright, one foot after each other, and that's all done on the controller. So you're yeah. trying... So it's like day-to-day objectives of like get dressed eat food have a shower brush your teeth and you have to do it all manually and oh my god the game is so much fun so i was playing it it. sounds a lot of fun yeah so i was playing it and i was just i I couldn't get it at first i really really couldn't get it so i'm going along and my fiance again she's there and she kept jabbing me going breathe blink so if you don't blink the screen goes white and i went to the why is it going white it's like you're not blinking i was like oh yeah of course I'm not. And then you forget to breathe and he lies down on the floor and starts dying. So you have to push. But it's not like it's not like push A to breathe. It's like you inhale with X and then you exhale with B. And it's like you have to keep doing it and blink and walk one foot at a time and keep yourself upright. 
And then there's other mechanics when you get in the shower to wash yourself and you have to hold the LBRB. And oh, it's just so much fun. I, so, I am always a fan of games that overcomplicate things that we take for granted. It's just, it was, it was, I don't know. It was like, it reminds me of Oxidad, but a lot harder in my opinion. Hmm. But it was, it was so much fun. So I have to give a shout out to that game. Um, what else did I play while I was there? Um... There weren't. I played Super Hot. Is that it? Oh uh, yeah, Super Hot. Yeah, that was on the, in the Idea Xbox booth mm. as well. I've got a video coming out of my top five uh, games at the Idea Xbox coming soon. Uh, but yeah, that was a great game as well. I know it's already uh, out on PC, but that was a lot of fun. It it is one of my like game of the year contenders for this year. Having finished it, it's it's only a couple of hours long, but it is. Again, as someone that likes story stuff in shooters, it's my favorite shooter in a long time. Yeah, like uh, I was, I was playing the game, and like a guy came over and was like, "This game looks kind of crappy, don't it?" I was like, "No, it looks beautiful." What are you talking about? <laughs> he didn't understand that it was meant to look like. He's like, "Is this a prototype?" I'm like, "No, this is the game." It's it's this beautiful <laughs> thing where the game like it stops when you're not moving, and all these yeah. things shatter into all these shards. It's 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 a gosh down beautiful game. Yeah, he he couldn't understand it, but I did, and it was <laughs> so. Them two get honorary men- mentions again. Rage and Justice. I love that game. That's it. Have you heard of that one at all? No, I haven't. Again, okay. you're, you're you're filling me in on all the Xbox news that I'm, I'm not up to date on. You brought the wrong person on the Xbox cast. I'm like, ah, know some Xbox. Stuff. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> uh, but Rage and Justice is a two D side scrolling beat 'em up, like Streets of Rage or Final Fight, but it's in HD graphics and. Ooh. And like you have like Nick was telling me, and you'll hear about it more in the interview. But he's got new mechanics in the game where you either can be good cop or bad cop. And he'll send out warrants, and you, if you arrest that person, you get more exp- you get more bonuses and stuff like that. And ah, uh, and I'm not going to spoil it. There is something special in the game that my fans are definitely going to enjoy. So, oh. but that will be for next week. All right, let's get into the news anyway because we've gone long. I apologise. Um, the division is it a game you played at all, Laura? I played a bit. It's it's competent shooting mechanics didn't keep my interest because i'm not a big online no story shooter person so i was like yeah this is good and about like four hours later i was like yeah i've seen enough of this for myself i'm done that makes perfect sense to be (laughs) honest with you i'm disappointed in myself that i put so much time into it and Uh, i'm i'm now at the point where because i took a break from it mm. i'm not i high my gear is not high enough to do the incursion on tomorrow Mm. so now i have to go back and grind more which means I'm going to be behind my whole squad because I was playing with, I don't know if you've ever heard of Alfredo Plays. Yeah. XIG, and I was playing with him. And now he's going to be way ahead of me. I'm going to try and come in. He's going to be like, yeah, you're behind that, dude. You're like two weeks behind everyone. I'm like, ah. Oh. It's one of those games uh, like Destiny where if you don't keep grinding, you get left behind. This and- is exactly why I don't play games like Destiny because I can't, like what, doing the job I do, I can't commit the time to, to do this. And then I get left behind. So I'm like, nope, just not even going to start. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You made the right decision <laughs> there. Um, but the division bug rem- is removed. It- oh God, let me try that one again, shall I? The division <laughs> bug removes daily missions. Fix coming in April update. Uh, the daily mission in the division uh, has disappeared due to a bug, but Ubisoft has said it will be in the update in April. Please note that the issue with the daily hard and challenging mission will be fixed with the update developed on April 12th. Hey, that's probably going to happen by the time this goes up. Exactly. Um, (laughs) The funny thing about that is the daily mission is like a key component to getting Phoenix credits. So they've actually broke the game really, really bad by that patch. Oh, 
so many online only games are doing that at this point. Like what was um I think it was Hitman, Hitman, whatever the new Hitman the, is. I think it's I just, think called, it's just Hitman. called Hitman. It yeah. is, it's just Hitman. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, they 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 release that and it's like, oh yeah, if you create your save online, then oh, our servers are down, you can't play the game until we repatch it in a week or so. The game's just broken. And it's a single player like, game. Come on. It's it is a nightmare that like the fact we're getting online dependent games becoming more common, it's 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 great for the things we can do in games. It's not great for when games break. It's a scary world out there, really, when yeah. this happens because it's like I Joe, I had the same thing with my Xbox actually, where my internet went down and I was like, Oh, I'm gonna play I think it was Rise of Tomb Raider, I've got on disc, I've got a load of collectibles to get. Tried to do it, it weren't working. I didn't realise you have to actually take the whole console offline to actually be able to play offline. It's not just as simple as, you've got no internet connection, cool, let's go. It's just <laughs> like, oh, come on, Microsoft, really? Oh, uh, goodness. So, we were talking about Quantum Break earlier, and Microsoft has come out and said that Quantum Break is now the best-selling new Microsoft IP this generation, as well as being the best-selling uh, selling box game in the UK this week. It doesn't hugely surprise me either of those bits. It was the only AAA game to get like a new boxed release this week that anyone was really excited about. Exactly. And uh, like, I was trying to think like, what Microsoft new IPs have there been on the Xbox One generation that uh, I've been as excited about? And I'm like, nah, none really. Like, I I enjoyed Rise and I enjoyed Sunset Overdrive at launch, but most of what I've played on Xbox hasn't been exclusive new IPs. So, yeah, so you've got, you've got Dead, yeah. Ri- Dead Rising 3, uh, Sunset, yeah. like you said, Rise. This was obvious. This is Remedy. Remedy makes great games. This was always yeah. going to do well, in my opinion. Yeah, but- and I, th- I think it's like, it's the first one of these that I look at and say, that is a good game. It's not just a good game because it's on the new gen and everyone's excited about new gen tech. Exactly. Because I think that's what sold... Probably what sold Dead Rising and Sunset Overdrive and Rise is look how shiny it looks on my new Xbox. Yeah, I totally, totally agree. I, that's why I bought it, personally. It's like, oh, this is beautiful, and oh, connect, and oh, good, connect. <laughs> oh, sorry, connect. What was I thinking? Uh, that, that thing that you were forced to buy and now no one has to buy anymore. It's the fact that no one uses it anymore. It's just yeah, not well, usable. They, they they turned off some of the functions of it a while back, where they're like, oh, you can't use voice commands or whatever it was anymore. It's I, like... Gestures, oh. yeah. Oh, gestures, yeah. Sorry, gestures, they yeah. left on voice, but they turned off gestures. It's like, why would you take away functions? Something that was in the box at launch as well. It's like, yeah. come on, come it's, on. It is weird. But yeah, Quantum Break being the best-selling new IP doesn't surprise me. Seems like it deserves it from what I've played. Yeah, I totally, totally agree. Um, also, Microsoft has come out and said that they are ready for cross-network play, which me and Ross who was on last week's episode, I think we spoke about this. I'd love to get your opinion on this. Mm. That we don't really care. <laughs> I, I own both consoles anyway, so this doesn't really matter to me too much. But Microsoft's saying they're ready. I feel like they're trying to force Sony's hand a little mm. bit. Like, so are you going to commit <laughs> or you're not? Are you going to do it? I'm, like poking a bear sort of thing. Like mm. the goodwill with the, with the listeners, like people like myself. Like, what do you make of this? Is this a big deal to you, cross-network play? Okay. So it's not a huge big a huge deal to me day to day because I, you know, I can get multiple copies of a game if I need it on multiple systems. And, you know, I've got all the consoles anyway. It's not a yeah. big problem for me, but I can definitely see the appeal to an audience saying hey if your friend got a different console to you you can still play your call of duty against each other and that's that is a healthy thing for the growth of the industry now 
I don't think in the slightest that Microsoft's intentions here are for furthering the growth of the medium. I think this is purely a play because they know that Sony's, um, like, as a Japanese company, this is not their business ethic and it's not the way they do things generally. They don't want to do this. And every time that Microsoft reminds you, hey, we're opening up to this, Sony, balls in your court, and it doesn't happen. Basically, I think Microsoft are trying to play this like their version of the... If you go back a few E3s to that Sony press conference where they were like, this is how you share games on PS4. Exactly, exactly. And it was their big mic drop. And yeah. it's like, oh, look at that. I feel like Microsoft are trying to take a feature that currently doesn't exist and use the fact that they'd be willing to let it exist as their, like... They're kind of trying to drag it out as a continual mic drop for a while. Yeah. And it's, it's a very odd thing to see. It's not as big of a, like, a single, bam, that was amazing, go Xbox kind of moment. But it is their continual reminding of, hey, you know that feature you kind of want? We're the company that are open to it. You know why it's not happening? Because the evil Sony won't let it happen. Boo. All PR. All PR. Like, the, yeah. in, in the quote that I've got here, it's like, any title that wants to come uh, up to update their game to cross-network can, and any title that wants to launch as soon or take advantage of that, we're ready for it. It's just like mm. a constant reminder of, we can do it. We're it ready. Is, we, we're, is, yeah, we're, the good, just, we're the good guys. You're the bad guys. It's just trying to spin this as like, we have the tech, we have the, the, the willingness. Why is it not happening? Well, I wonder. <coughs> Sony. Exactly. <And laughs> it's it's an interesting move. I wonder how long they can, they can keep it held out. My suspicion is that we see something in E3 about this, that I... Uh, if we go off of last year as anything to go on, Microsoft will likely have their press conference first. Yep. They will likely announce this at their press conference and they'll take the like the credit for it. And then you'll see it mentioned again in the Sony press conference would be my guess. I can see them saying something about it, about Rocket League, because I know Rocket League is the first game currently working towards making this happen. Yeah. So I can see Microsoft coming out and being like, We've done it. Rocket League can now yeah. support the other consoles, as they put it, well, not yeah. not PlayStation, the other consoles. Well, the, the reason they're not saying it is, like, I suspect Microsoft probably have heard from developers that the NX is a thing that they might want to pay attention to, and it might they might be like, oh, that's other consoles as well. But PS4's the main one they're hinting at, obviously. You bring up a good topic with uh, NX. That, that, to me, is more appealing. The, that I, I love Nintendo consoles. Mm. I love their games. They make fabulous games. Do you think this would make third parties then want to produce more games on NX? Let's say that the NX is a competitor to the PS4 and the Xbox One. Mm -hmm. And you, at launch, could play most of your third party games cross-platform. I think that would deal with one of the biggest issues with launches for Nintendo consoles over the last couple of generations, yeah. which is no one wants to pick up the multi-platform game because they have no guarantee that they're going to have the friend friend list in place. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing is like, let's say if we look back to the Wii U generation when that came out, I think a heck of a lot more people would have bought Call of Duty on the Wii U at mm -hmm. launch than did... If it was, hey, you can play against your, your Xbox 360 and PS3 players or whatever it was at the exactly. time. Exactly. And I think that's a big thing is if you don't have to rely on just 
like that console's ecosystem yeah it can make the prospect of like buying into something a lot more appealing so yeah like on a similar note like i know i'm kind of dragging on about this no you're all good don't Um, worry I i think it's very interesting that sony have not done it with xbox but they have done cross platform play yeah and a great example of this would have been uh when street fighter 5 came out you can yep. play against other ps4 users or you can play against pc users exactly so i i get the feeling that it's not a tech issue on sony's side no it's not a an unwillingness to allow the functions i think it's that they don't want to work with microsoft that's the impression i get is they don't want to play ball with microsoft which is smart really mm. it is smart because they're winning yeah, and well, it's also the fact that if they say yes, then Microsoft gets their win because then Microsoft can say, "Hey, look, we kept pushing for this, and because we kept pushing for it, now gaming is a better place." Yeah, we did it. Not so, yeah. not so, not uh, Sony. We did it. We were the yeah, good guys. Yeah, we, we were the ones that came out here pushing and pushing, and we made Sony do it. And that's probably a PR situation that Sony don't want to deal with. Of course. So there's a few reasons I can think of as to what might be going on, but I'd like to see it happen. Probably doesn't make a big difference to me in my life. No, nor me, because all my friends are on Xbox anyway. <laughs> and that right, my Xbox and me community. Love you guys. Um, <laughs> Fable Legends, a game that I thought was... I don't. I love Lionhead. I like Fable 1. I like Fable 2. I like Fable 3. Not as much as Fable 1 and 2. Fable Legends was poor. I played it at EGX, like the big EGX, maybe two years ago. And, okay, I know it was still pre-alpha or whatever it was at the time. Maybe beta, I'm not sure. The game was awful. I couldn't stand it. But they're saying that Fable Legends may still be coming, according to rumours. According to MCV sources at Lionhead Studios, I quote, discussions are going on about saving the free-to-play RPG. Did you get a chance to check out Fable Legends at all? Uh, I have. I'm really not like excited about it. It's, and... Well, it's been cancelled, so yeah. just let it stay cancelled, in my well, opinion. Here's, here's the thing. The reason to not let it stay cancelled is that they poured a lot of money into it over a lot of years, and they're True. obviously reluctant to throw that money away. So I, I wouldn't hold my breath on this coming out. If it does come out, I would expect it to be a fairly budget title in that... I guess the conversations right now are probably what is the cheapest way that we can finish this game and throw it out there to recoup some of what we spent. Yeah, exactly. For and, me, yeah. For me, it's gonna be we. If the studio is already closed, and let's say they do finish the game <laughs> and bring it out, there's gonna be no content for it afterwards anyway, which is longevity for a lot of games nowadays, especially free-to-play games. Yeah. They're yeah. not. If there's gonna be nothing afterwards, who's gonna? put any real money into this when they know the studio's closed down there's probably not on many people there working on it this just does this doesn't sound good for anyone personally these are all very valid observations and reasons to not hold your breath for this to come out anytime soon <laughs> yeah if you didn't play it uh you saved yourself some hours in my opinion yeah it, it just mm. wasn't it wasn't fable and that's what i wanted it it's just uninteresting and uh it's uh, 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 that's per- perfect wording for this game in my opinion uh. <laughs> okay let's talk about the big one and it's our last news story uh gears of war 4 will be launching on october 11th for xbox one yes nah yeah personally i am a huge gears of war fan huge um I, that's how i got 
my fiance into gaming by playing co-op Gears of War. I'm happy there's no four-player Gears of War, so I ain't gonna have loads of people pestering me. That is me, <laughs> my fiance playing it, not split screen because we have two Xbox Ones because mm. we're not stupid like that. Um, <laughs> I can't wait. The game looks amazing. Did you see the trailer at all? Yeah, it looks really shiny. That's that's a good-looking shoot stuff game. I'll probably play it. <laughs> Are you not a Gears of War fan? I'm one of those people where, like, I played all of them at least once through and was like, yeah, I enjoyed that. I, it's not the, it's not a series that I get super pumped about, but Fair I know enough. that at some point I'll get round to it and I'll definitely enjoy my playing through it. It looks really good, so I'm excited to at least, like, have that in my system and be like, oh, look, it's all shiny. The things I love about Gears of War, number, especially, number one was amazing, that trailer was, Mad World trailer was great oh, the trailer yeah. the trailer for this we're gonna talk about in the emails i know we got some emails from the my xbox <laughs> and me community talking about this but gears gears of war for me is spooky enough and this one looks even spookier more survival horror everyone knows that resident evil is my favorite franchise of all time and oh. this this don't we're not even gonna get onto it because i get into <laughs> really bad rants when i talk about resident evil nowadays I, I love a lot of resident evil there's also a lot i don't love me too we might <laughs> we might sneak it in after this um <laughs> yeah gears of war is a franchise that defines xbox for me it's a great cover base shooter it's the first cover base shooter and i personally think it does cover base shooting perfectly compared to others I just I'm very hyped for this game and I can't wait for October 11th to come. Just yeah. give I like I like the fact we're not with Marcus Phoenix anymore, we're with his son, new group oh, of friends. Yeah. I am so thankful we've moved on from from Marcus Phoenix. Not that I, not that he wasn't great, but no. like much like uh like a lot of people again the other side of the pond talking about God of War at the moment. Yeah. Like there are series like this that you reach like three entries and a couple of spin-offs and you're like yeah, now's the time to move on from this protagonist. And where Microsoft have said, yeah, let's move on and do, you know, this new group that's exciting. Sony are like, no, let's keep a hold of uh, our god-killing guy. He'll, it, he'll do another one again. Uh. It, exactly. Exactly. Let's get into the emails. Again, if you <laughs> oh, want to... You, you missed, go on. You missed what, a bit of news. What did I miss? Hit me up. It's that bit that's not on the, uh, the Word document. Go on, hit me. Titanfall 2. Oh, yeah, I did. I'm putting the message to you as well. Yeah, you, you messaged me about not, it and then you forgot to talk about come it. Come on, I'm, I'm, I'm tired. I'm sorry, I apologise. Yeah, I, I was so tempted to just let you get to your emails, but I'm like, no, 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 no. I said it. You put it in the Facebook, we're going to do I it. I did. Titanfall 2 come out with a teaser trailer today. Did did you see it? I did. Uh, I saw it. It sure looks like more Titanfall. With I a, liked With a sword. With a, a sword, yeah. Swords sword. are always... Swords are better than no swords. Very true. Very, very true. Yeah, I... I I love Titanfall at launch. It was a great game. I, it just dropped off really, really fast. Yeah, this is the big problem is I absolutely love it, but just the community didn't stick. And I'm really hoping that we see a longer community tale on this one. Um, would certainly help if it came out on other consoles and had cross play. That uh, might not hurt it having an ecosystem. It is coming to other consoles. If it gets cross-play, that's another, another well, question. That's, you see what I'm saying? I if, do. If it got cross-play, that might stop it from dying quite as quickly as the first one, because I loved the mechanics of Titanfall. It, it was it the just... smoothest game going <sighs> at this time. At the time, yeah. I couldn't Ugh. believe what I was playing, personally. It's basically, was... it's the futuristic Mirror's Edge 
with mechs that I didn't know I wanted, but discovered that I'd always wanted. But I did want a single-player campaign in that world, and now we're getting it, and that's what matters to me mostly. Well, we're apparently getting it. I'm not crossing... Again, I'm not holding my breath until we see it, because they kind of tried to tell us there was a single-player campaign in the first one. And yeah, there it, wasn't. It was a couple of cutscenes around some multiplayer maps. I'm like... Oh, wait and see this single player before I get excited. Um, yeah, that's yeah. a that's a fair that's a fair. Look, reserve judgment until you see it, and you can't. You don't want to hype something you haven't seen either. I, so I don't want to get excited until I see it because there's so much promise with Titanfall. Yeah, I think it's a great. It could be a great franchise. It. I think the problem that it had was it was the Call of Duty killer from the ex Call of Duty team that. <laughs> just absolutely killed them because it was like this isn't the Call of Duty killer it's a great game don't get me wrong but it it set expectations that it would be something other than what it is I think it was hyped too much as well it was an Xbox One exclusive X- there wasn't that many Xboxes out there at the time yeah it was an exclusive when they needed a big exclusive and they yeah. they uh, it, they threw the money at it and went please do something and it, yeah. it, it's not like it didn't sell well I think it did. Uh, if I'm, if I, I, I remember this spill was it was 10 million players, but that also counts in PC, Xbox, and there was free sessions on EA Access that you could get, and there was free sessions on Origin that you could get. So, you know, numbers are a little bit messed up there, but I'm sure it did okay because there was a number two. Yeah. Yeah. Can't really add anything else on there. No, I'll let you get back to your uh, your attempt to go to the emails now. Okay. And now we're on to the emails. If you want to email in, please email at myxboxandmepodcast at gmail.com. All emails are welcome. Feedback, slagging me off, whatever it is. If you want to email in, where's Ross? Ross is doing things, I promise, and I'm sure you'll hear about him soon enough. He will be back, don't worry. Um, The next few weeks, we're going to have guest hosts on until we can get a replacement host. But he is doing things, and you're going to love it, I promise you. But let's get into this. And this one starts off with, hey there, gang. Gears of War has always had a very special place in my heart. Back in high school and early college years, high school, that means you're American. Okay, (laughs) the game was something me and my friends used to hang out with each other, used to hang out with each other. So much sleep was lost over the years to this game. So with the arrival of Gears of War 4 teaser, I have two questions. (gasps) Two? Not one, but two. That is greedy question numbers. Very true. What is your favourite... Gears game in the franchise. Okay. Um, uh, I'm going to go for the answer I usually give for trilogies. Um, either the first or the third, not the second. Okay, that's interesting. I, 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 uh, For me, the, the second was not the strongest in the series. See, I've got like a split. Can I do like, I want number one story with number two's multiplayer. Can I do that? I Can, <laughs> can I go a bit more of a split and go number one story... Number three's general gameplay, but two's multiplayer. I think we got a winner if we like, go with if that we one. we can combo all three of those. <laughs> if I had to pick between them and just pick one, I'd probably go Gears 1 because, again... Me I too. I keep saying this this episode. I like story in my shooters, and I like the story in Gears 1. Yeah. I've, again, Gears of War, a fun fact for you, Gears of War 1 was the second game I ever played on Xbox Live. 
because I was very late to get an Xbox Live. I didn't have it on the original. I was a PS2 guy. D- don't worry, I was a very late person to a multi online multiplayer yeah. as well. And Gears of War, I had a you know, do you remember the brick TVs that you had with the VCRs yep, put in? Yep. I had one of those. I had yep. it. I had it downstairs in my front room when I lived with my mum. And my mum was like, "Why are you downstairs playing Xbox? And why have you got that weird headset on?" And I was <laughs> like, "Mum, I'm playing online." And she's like, "Well, can't you do that upstairs?" I was like, "No, because you've got the modem downstairs." And she's like, "Well, whatever you have to do to get it up." says i'm sick of you swearing i was like okay cool but yeah gears of war was the first game i played online and i couldn't believe it gears of war one was a phenomenal story game number one i played it with my brother i believe yeah he used to play games then and we just used to play that game crazy let me get to question two what okay and question two is what game do you have those same feelings for a game that you put you and your friends would mess around for hours and get lost in keep up the great work and p.s i heart you oh what oh sorry wrong show yes this isn't p.s i love you as much as i love p.s i love you keep the p.s's coming because i love you guys and you're definitely a kind of funny fan so kind of funny to you um what game have i spent loads of time messing around in and got lost in um uh, my answer for this is really easy it's golden eye oh, okay yeah golden that's a that's a around, very good yeah it, it was around at the right time that i had a bunch of um local multiplayer friends at the time and it was just the one that we put unholy amounts of hours into see mine would probably be it's not an xbox title probably mario party i think maybe <gasps> oh which which one i think oh, if i i think it was five on the gamecube I, I think it was four that I was really into. Um, the only like vivid memory I have of that particular Mario Party is I remember one afternoon when me and a bunch of friends were in my room playing Mario Party and we'd we'd each downed about four liters of caffeine, being about twelve years old, and we were bouncing off the walls. That's and you you know when the you get a new record in a mini game and there's yeah. the announcer. Yep. We. Her voice sounds nothing like this, but we found it hilarious because we thought she sounded like new record, <laughs> and we we just made that um, impression at each other for days because of Mario Party. It was new record, and I, that that was my experience with Mario Party Four. I remember getting Mario. I think it was Mario Party Five. I got it for my birthday. I just had a birthday party, so we had so much uh like fizzy drinks from the we had a hall <laughs> and there was fizzy drinks at the house there was sweets there was cake i remember it was me and i used to live on their estate and me and my four friends come in we took a load of bottles of drink upstairs and the whole birthday cake and we <laughs> sat there for hours and i mean hours playing this game and i just couldn't get enough of it and yeah i was the same bouncing off the walls sitting i remember one time I went to the toilet with the door open because I was scared <laughs> they were going to start the mini game without me. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's a, that's, that's amazing. And Mario Party was fantastic for that. Another honorary member mention I'll give you is actually one that I done later in life with my fiance, which was Resident Evil One. We did together, which was we played oh. that for hours because that's my favourite game. Uh, Resident Evil Two, sorry, I mean not one. And uh, also Metal Gear Solid. I only just got around to playing Metal Gear Solid 1 on the PS1. We did it with a walkthrough. uh, Mm. And we did that step by step. And that took us ages to do because we kept getting lost on the bit where you have to put the key in water. And then, yeah, the whole construction. (laughs) Even with a walkthrough, we couldn't do it. And that was from Joseph. So thank you, Joseph. Appreciate it. Uh, Keep the emails coming again. And this is our last one. And it says, hi, my Xbox and me crew. 
Why did you and Russ break up? Throw shades. Me, again, let me make this very clear. Me and Russ haven't broke up. Russ is a very busy man doing other things at the moment. He will be back. Um, and I love him to bits, so calm down. You're uh, on a very amicable break. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it, it, also, it says, if you need a new host, wink. I can know who this is from, definitely. Uh, <laughs> seriously, though, Gears of War 4 trailer dropped and hit with su- the same emotional... Uh, Res- Resonance. Oh, God. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> As the Mad World, Ashes to Ashes and Dust to Dust trailers for Gears of War 1 and, one and 3 respectively my question is what is your favorite game trailer cg or not dead highland was also great hope uh, you answer scott at elias sedman scott you've you hit stole it, you've my hit answer it. i'm He's, with you right there uh, the dead island trailers are always superb um the most recent dead island trailer that one where there was the person like with the headphones in doing the roller skating down the boulevard yeah and then that was number two right i think so that one was fantastic um I'm trying to think of anyone else that had trailers that good. Uh, you know what? Funny story about Dead Island 1. It was the first trailer my fiance got bef- saw before I did. And she was like, you have to watch this. I thought it was for a TV show. It's for a game. We have to buy this game. <laughs> Bought that game day one. And oh my God, the disappointment. I didn't think it was that bad of a game. It no, was, no. It was not the game the trailer made it that, seem. That's but... the problem. <laughs> my my fiance is a part-time gamer. So yeah. anything story-based, she's like, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. Dead Island, not the greatest story-based game going out there. So, yeah, it kind yeah, of upset it, her. It was an example of just, like, the, the trailer completely oversold that game. Yeah. Well, you're, I was expecting an emotional journey with Dead Island, and I got... A very uh, unemotional <laughs> game. <laughs> y- yeah, yeah. Um, okay, actually, I know what my answer is, and I keep throwing Nintendo stuff out because that's where, like, when I was in my teens and emotionally invested in games, exactly. it was all Nintendo stuff. Um, sp- this is a specific version of this trailer. It's the Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess trailer, mm-hmm. but it's specifically that version from E3 2004 where you can see the audience stand up and start screaming. Okay, I don't think right. I've actually seen that. Okay, I I will send you a link at some point. Yep. Go go find the E3 2004 Twilight Princess trailer. Basically, like having had Wind Waker happen first, which was all like it was the bright, colourful Zelda game that everyone didn't think they wanted. Yeah. This was the return to like the dark, gritty Zelda. You had uh, Link on horseback, like slicing things off other horseback creatures, and there was all this dramatic Conan the Barbarian music, and. It was everything that everyone had been upset that Wind Waker wasn't. Okay, and so this was a big moment for everyone. Yeah, it was that and the whole, like, the just the way that the music built up and watching it with, like, this audience just losing their shit. It's still one that I go back to and I'm just like, oh, that trailer's so good. Mm-hmm. Zelda's, uh, Zelda's the green guy, right? Yeah, Zelda's the green guy, <laughs> yeah. The, he's, 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 he's the... He's, no, Zelda's the princess. Link I know. The, I'm yeah. messing with you. Yeah. I, I was trying to double joke, and I came back around and was like, no, I'm actually now just saying facts. <laughs> um, oh, you actually, you know what? Last year had a really good trailer. Go on, hit me. Final Fantasy VII HD. I, the remaster. I, I did that love trailer that trailer. Was, I thought it was really good. Yeah, unfortunately, there's uh, been bad news about that game. What's the bad news? Well, apparently it's in like five separate parts and it's they're all whole games and yeah, that's I, a whole... I'm, I'm going to wait and see whether that turns out to be a good thing or not, but the trailer got... I, I, was, I, was, in the room, I was in the room when that trailer got shown off. 
I may have cried a bit. <laughs> Do you know what? Didn't you tweet about it? If I remember right, I, I think I did. I was I was in the I was in the Sony press conference, and I was just like, oh my goodness, this is my childhood coming back to me. Ah. Yeah, it was it was a great trailer. I even as someone who's not a huge Final Fantasy fan, I played seven but never finished it. I remember that opening sequence. So that was yeah. like, oh my god, and it made me want to buy the game then and there. Unfortunately, the game was nowhere near ready, and it won't be for a very long time. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm sorry. Now that we got onto this question, I'm just coming up with so. No, many go on, please. Keep it head. going. Keep it going. Recent ones: Metal Gear Solid Five probably showed way too much in hindsight because, like, it showed every cutscene right through the end of the game. Yeah. But my goodness, Kojima knows how to make a cutscene trailer what? that I get excited about. Was that the one with the clock and was showing the time mechanic? Uh, probably, but I, like what I remember from it was like there was one of these trailers where um he's like rubbing the ash on his face and there's all this dramatic music. Yes, I do. Like, it was like the oh that yeah I know what you yeah, about, yeah. Oh, that so was a good. good one. That was a good one. I'm trying yeah. to think as well. Um, I remember the Resident Evil Three trailer dropping at one time <gasps> oh, with nemesis I, for the first time and i was yeah. like that guy is scary and yeah. i can't wait to try and kill him fun <sighs> fact you try and kill him a lot of times and it doesn't happen <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh god the resi 4 trailer see the i f- that's uh, funny the resi 4 trailer never got me like the resi 1 2 uh, and 3 did no. see i got into resi late and as such like I was getting into it like after resi 3 had already happened yeah and resi 4 was the first time that like I was. It's probably because it was the first time I was seeing a trailer for a Resident Evil game that like I, that didn't already exist, mm-hmm. and I just got so tingly and excited. I was just like, "Oh my god, it's more Resident Evil!" Ah. So I, that was fun. I'll give a shout out to a PlayStation one as well. The new Uncharted trailer just come out, and that was quite good as well, in my opinion. For someone who's never played an Uncharted game, I do have the collection now, mm. but. That actually did make me want to play the games, so it did a good job. Uh, oh, one last one. Yep, hit me I'll, with I'll that. Shut up, I'll shut up soon enough. <laughs> um, there was that one trailer for Mass Effect 3 that was really good, where it was it was CGI, but it was CGI to the point where it looked like more realistic than the game does. Okay. Um, and it was all of the sort of like the, the various soldiers like jumping over these leaps and using their laser omni tool blades to smash into stuff and there's all these ships flying around i like that mass effect 3 had some good trailers okay cool so yeah there we go scott... I'll, I'll, I'll shut up now <laughs> no not at all don't shut up at all <laughs> scott thank you for the question i appreciate it i know there's one more about but i'm gonna save it for next week mr moody thank you for sending it in um laura let's talk about you for the last part of this Oh gosh, where, where are we going now? <laughs> no, we're not going anywhere. We're going to stay right where we are. But let's just okay. talk, let's talk about. I usually do plug, plug, plug at the end, which is plugging okay. everything you do. But I want to talk about it a bit more than just plug, plug, plug and sending a link to someone. Of you do a podcast, you do a few podcasts. So let's talk about those. I, you, I do a few, yeah. I do a few of varying sizes. That's what I was going to say. And you were, you were quite happy to jump on my little podcast, which I appreciate. <laughs> You're always there to help people, I feel like. I try my best to. So do you know what I mean? You're a good Samaritan out there, and I appreciate Aww. that. But you do a podcast with Jim, uh, Jim Sterling. Yeah, I do the Podquisition, which is a podcast where me, Jim Sterling, and uh, Gavin Dunn, who is Miracle of Sound on on YouTube, he does a bunch of video game songs. We basically sit around for an hour to an hour and a half, being very, very rude about video games. Um, which is amazing. <laughs> it, it's video game news, kind of crossed with like 
imagine if your video game news people got lost on tangents and started talking about Batman villains as like sex objects, like Scatman, for example. Which again, that's kind of the weird tangents we go on on that show. It's amazing. Like, that is the one <laughs> podcast that I I've literally cut a lot of podcasts out of my time since starting trying to get into the industry. You don't really have time to check out a lot mm. of other people's content. I found, but that is one podcast I tune in every single week. Yay. Because it, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal podcast. You're all funny. You're all... I respect all of you so much. And I feel like it comes across. The audience love it. The audience go crazy for it. <laughs> um, yeah, that was... That's number one. Your YouTube channel, which is uh, youtube.com slash... Laura K. Buzz. You do some great stuff over there as well. You just finished I... doing a Zelda Let's Play, right? Yeah, I have been in the middle of two different Zelda Let's Plays I was doing on a daily basis. I was playing through Skyward Sword and Twilight Princess. Next up, I'm going to be doing, like, well, one of them's still ongoing, but once Zelda's out the way, I'm going to be doing Dark Souls 3 is the next one. Oh, that's going to uh, be good. Yeah, I put up the first two hours of it already, and um, it's a lot of me dying, so that's fun. Um, otherwise, I'm putting up a bunch of videos of VR games at the moment because I've got an HTC Vive in the office. So. Ooh, I just tried. Ew. Oh, I just. Oh, I wish I would. You know what? Next time you're on. Next time you're on, we'll talk about it. I literally just tried HTC Vive at uh, EGX. It's kind so of amazing, right? <laughs> you're gonna start off a whole time. Yes, it's fucking epic. I love it so it's, much, but. Uh- yeah, like I I used one at EGX, like the big EGX last. I remember, year for like yeah, forty five minutes, and was like, oh. oh god, I need this in my life. So, yeah, putting up a bunch of videos of that. Um, I put up one today that was basically just me using a three D drawing program to draw butts. I know which one in, you're on in, about as in, well. It's so good. <laughs> uh, it, it was it was fun. So yeah, a bunch of virtual reality videos and some Dark Souls three probably at some point. <laughs> Cool, cool. And anything anyone should check out on Destructoid? Anything you're doing over there? Uh, I'm doing a bunch of VR reviews over there at the moment because, like, getting sent a headset means I have to do all the VR stuff at the moment. <laughs> um, over on Destructoid, it's mainly just M- Monday to Friday, UK mornings, there's news. I'm I'm in charge of that news happening. And reviews of VR games. That's me at the moment. Cool, cool. Anything else you want to plug? Uh, nothing else is jumping to mind at the moment. Just Laura K. Buzz on Twitter. That's where I tweet about everything I'm doing. LauraKBuzz.com. I usually post links to everything there. I think there's a Laura K. Buzz subreddit where everything goes as well, maybe. Nice. Um, actually, while I do it, if you want the list of all the podcasts I do, it's a bit of a list. <laughs> I am on... Right, let me try and remember this fucking list. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> okay, I'm on the first 110 episodes of the Indie Haven podcast. I am on the Geek Night In category video games, which is currently on hiatus, but there's like 100 odd episodes of that you can go listen to. Lovely. Y- Year of Steam. Um, what other ones are there? Laura's Gaming Butts, where I talk about video game butts for an hour. Lovely. Uh, Podquisition. There is the Ono oh Video Games podcast. I think that's it. I think. I think. I don't think I missed any. If we find any more, we'll tweet you and we'll find out what's going on. (laughs) Okay. I'm very sorry if I forgot one of the various shows I do. And my Xbox and me now. 
<laughs> yeah, you know, per- yeah, totally here permanently. Of yeah, course, of, co- you know? of course, of course, because you're not busy enough doing industry. everything. Of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, check out uh, mcfixer.co.uk again. Patreon supporters, thank you so so much. I hope you're happy with this episode. Sorry, like I say again, no video. I apologize. The video well, doesn't uh, do great uh, numbers anyway, so I won't. Of worry. course, of course, they're happy about it. I'm on it. it of course, I, again, <laughs> I appreciate your time and thank you. Uh, what else, Mike? Check out Mike Lynch on. YouTube, not the ukulele player, uh, the one that does commentaries and gameplay. He's doing some great stuff over there, so check him out. Uh, follow me on Twitter at MCFixer. It's not MuckFixer, that's what I keep getting. I found out that I branded I, myself all wrong. I, I feel really <laughs> bad now because uh, up until this very moment, I thought it was MuckFixer. I'm so do you know what it is? It's not your fault. <laughs> it's not your fault. I branded myself as MCFixer, not put in a, and put a little C instead of a big C because I like the way it looks better. Yeah. But that then says Mook and not MC. Yeah, well, that's so, it. Is I saw the the big and small, and I was like, okay, so it's okay, Mook Fixer. Yeah, I didn't I've, realize it was is meant to be like both big I've, MC I've, Fixer. I, my branding's off point, but I've done it now, <laughs> so shit happens. So if you want to call me Mook Fixer, <laughs> that's fine. But it is MC Fixer. I usually people call me Fixer can, can, or can Fix. We, can, can we combine them all up and make MC Mook Fixer? Oh, that would Joe. I should work. <laughs> I should work at McDonald's rapping for a living. That'd be perfect. <laughs> Um, what else can I say? Yeah, patreon.com slash mcfixer. That is where um, all the support is. That's where everyone seems they like the content. We're doing a cooking show, Fix at the Mix. Um, we, we, <laughs> hit the pa- we hit the Patreon goal, so it's coming soon, I promise. I've just bought the light in. I'm waiting for my chef's, chef's outfit to come. So uh, if you're new to the channel because you've just checked it out because I've had the, the super Laura K butts on, I appreciate <laughs> it. Um, and if not, my people, love you, leave you. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>